Welcome to the second edition of the Oluswaga Experience. My name is Olu Badmos. Today, we're going to be talking about the issue of accent. I mean, language accent. One of the primary identifiers of anyone's identity is the language they speak. And not just the language, but how they speak their language. In other words, accent is one of the many things that we use to profile people. The moment they want to speak, what they say, the way they say it, serves as uh, some of those things with which we summarize their identity, their personality, and everything that we use in dealing with them. I don't know about you, but I'm one of those people that happens to be very, very sensitive to issue of accent. Now, when I say sensitive, I'm not talking about like I get easily offended. I'm just saying I'm one of those people that can profile people or profile myself based on accent. If I hear somebody from Britain or somebody speaking British accent, I can easily profile them to what their expectations will be, what their sensitivities are going to be. One of the problems that we Africans, or let me say non-whites that we have in Western world, as a matter of fact, I live in Canada, one of the major problems that we non-Westerners have is the issue of accent. Have you ever been in a place before you suddenly become so conscious of your own identity? Have you ever been in a place before that the moment you speak, people tend to turn around and pay more attention than usual to what you're saying? It could become so, so uncomfortable that if you're not the type that's so self-confident and um, have this got confidence in yourself, it could be very, very intimidating to the point of submission. One of the things I figured out, some of us who came here or who immigrated to Western countries as adults, it takes a whole lot of effort. It takes adjustment to deal with the issue of accent. Kids that probably came here around the age five, six, or even younger than that, or even up to the age of 10, 12, 13, uh, within a few weeks, they're already speaking the new accent. They're already acclimatizing with the language. Whereas some of us who have been, in a way, cast in our own language, transiting to a new accent is one of the hardest things to do. No matter how much we try to form it, no matter how much we try to fake it, Westerners will still know that, oh, you have an accent. It's not that accent is a bad thing in itself, but the mere fact that people use it to profile you, to relate with you, to uh, sometimes in a condescending manner talk to you, it makes it a very serious subject for many of us who are non-white or who are non-Europeans. Um, for example, one of the cultural shocks that I had to deal with when I came over to Canada was the issue of my pronunciations. Because English is a global language, people around the world speak their English in different ways. Now, having to learn things, having to learn new vocabulary, which is another story for another day entirely, having to learn a new accent became a bigger challenge than I could have anticipated. Let me give you my experience as a student in class. Many times, when I'm speaking and uh, people have to say, uh, come again, uh, pardon, could you please repeat that? 
it could become intimidating or rather upsetting when you have to speak in a way that uh, people seem not to be able to understand you. So many times uh, I figured this out that many immigrants, they tend to keep quiet or not really keep quiet, but they tend to keep to themselves when they are within white people or Westerners. It's one of the hardest things to do, to speak up in a place where it appears that nobody wants you to speak or people have a problem with the way you speak your language. Another thing I've noticed, uh, especially from observation when speaking with people who are seeking a job, is that accent also plays a vital role in if you're going to get a job or not. I've seen people who have uh, capabilities, who have certifications or experiences that are needed for the job, especially when a job where you have to interface with customers, like customer care or probably front desk or something, or any position in which uh, you will be the face of the company, you'll be the voice of the company. I realize that accent is one of those major things that will determine if you get a job or not. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying people lose job because of their accent, but that is one of those things. It's equivalent to how well you're able to speak English, like if you combine past tense, or uh, if you use past tense where you're supposed to use future continuous tense, you know, the rating, the kind of evaluation you get because the English you're speaking is grammatically incorrect. It's almost the same way like that when you speak an accent that is considered as a little bit um, quote and unquote heavy. People, when they go to a job interview and they get there and they talk and the interviewers, they look at themselves in a way that to show that. And the, that moment you get this feeling, you get this idea that, oh, I may not get this job. It's uh, it could be overwhelming, I must agree. And if you're listening to me out there and you are going through this, just know that you are not alone. So many of us are going through this as well. I myself have gone through this several times. When I'm in the class, I open my mouth to talk and the, uh, probably the instructor says, okay, yeah, you're turn to talk. And I open my mouth to talk and everybody just turn around and like, what was that with the accent? You know, it's, it's very overwhelming. And basically, it's uh, if care is not taken. It's one of those mental things that we have to deal with in a new cultural environment. Now, this leads me to the issue of uh, people being accused of faking accents. Yeah, I used to be one of those who accused others of faking accent. Oh yeah, this person spent a month in UK and suddenly they are back with the innate accent and other stuff. Yeah, but having traveled myself, I think I'm in a better position to realize that Faking it is not as simple as it seems. I mean, life is not just black and white. Many times when you speak your accent or you speak your language, your English language, the way you know how to speak it, you find out that people may not understand what you're saying. Let me give you an example. I realize that over here, if you're going to pronounce anything that, has to, that includes the letter A-N or A-M or A-P or A-D or something, for instance, you want to say man. That's the way Nigerian will pronounce it. Man, like M-A-N. But if you say it that way around here, only few people, and I repeat, only few people are going to understand what you're saying. You rather see it as a men, women, ant, anger. I mean, those are some of the things we will pronounce in Nigeria or in Africa as ant, anger, woman, you know, and so many other things. Now imagine if I'm in the class, I'm talking to classmates, I'm saying anger. 
I'm sure many of them will be wondering, like, oh, what's it saying? What's it saying? Now, now the underlying story I'm trying to tell here is, when you're in Rome, you gotta behave like Romans. If you're in Canada and you're trying to speak like a Nigerian, you'll be out of place. Even if you're in Canada and you're trying to speak like a Brit, like a Briton, uh, to some extent, you used to be out of place because the vocabularies are different, the dictions are different, so many other things are different. So, again, your accent depends on who you're speaking with. If I'm speaking with a Canadian, unconsciously, I tend to put on that Canadian accent. Over time, it has kind of ingratiated itself into my subconscious that when you're speaking with a Canadian, you speak a Canadian accent, no matter how fake it sounds. But you just have to speak it. When you're speaking with an American, you can't speak worry English. You can't speak Ibadan English. You can't speak Ekiti English, even though it tends to manifest one time or the other, like it's manifesting in my voice right now. But the point is, you got to speak the way they speak so that they can understand you. If I'm speaking with a fellow Nigerian, I speak Nigerian English. Subconsciously, I don't have to switch into it. It just comes on. So when people accuse us of Nigerians in diasporas or faking accent, yeah, we do fake it. But that's the way it is. That's the way to roll. You don't expect me to speak Ekiti English or Ibadan English in Canada. Nobody's going to get an idea what I'm talking about. So these are some of the things that we go through. One of the many things that we go through around there that people do not understand. And of course, you and how many people are you going to tell your story? Again, I've met many people from different parts of the world, especially those whose primary language is not even English. I've met people from Brazil who speak Portuguese. I've met people from Spain or Latin America who speak Spanish. I've met people from Europe who doesn't even speak a word of English. But the moment they come to Canada, they all have to learn it as well. And I realize that what I'm talking about right now is applicable to almost everyone. Like you see somebody who is white, zooming your mind, is Westerner or is Canadian. And the moment you speak, and you find out that, oh, there is some standard European accent to their language as well. And they also tell you they also experience this. So over time, I've realized that accent is not a problem. I, the kind of accent you speak is not a problem. It shouldn't even be a problem. Rather, it should be your identity that you should celebrate. It should be your identity that you should be proud of. It should be a pointer to who you are, to what your struggles, your background, that you should celebrate and you should not be ashamed of. So one solution I've found out, I've given this a serious study, is the fact that there is no point changing my accent. There's no point trying to speak like a Westerner. There's no point trying to aspire to speak in a Western accent. No. What I should focus on, and I assume you should as well, is to improve your diction. The moment your diction is better, you say something and people can understand it, it doesn't matter if they have a problem with your accent. The fact that you can speak slowly and clearly and in a good diction, that's all that matters. And that's one thing I've figured that out among many people. I've seen people who live here in Canada for 25 years and they still have their original accent. I've seen people from Asia, from Middle East, from Africa who've been here for 15 years and they still speak their, through their heavy accent and they're proud of it. It's their cultural identity. There's no point trying to change your identity. Stick with it. In fact, I believe that accents are sexy. 
They are beautiful. Their diversity is one of the things that make Canada a beautiful place to live in because you tend to meet people from different parts of the world. You hear all sorts of names, all sorts of languages, all sorts of nationalities, all sorts of ideas. It's what makes Canada a beautiful place to live in, as well as many cosmopolitan or metropolitan environment, places like London, the United Kingdom, uh, New York, Texas. Mention any place that is so cosmopolitan. It's the diversity that makes it great. You are playing an important role already in it. So why do you want to lose it? What, for acceptance? No, I think one of the greatest acceptance is the one which you accept yourself. I think one of the greatest acceptance is being confident in your own skin, being confident in your own identity. This podcast is about me giving out my thoughts and I expect you guys to engage me on this. What has been your experience when it comes to use your accent, when it comes to use your skin color, when it comes to experiences and opinions and perspectives in a foreign land? Please, please talk to me. Hit me up on social media. Let's talk about this. Let me have your feedback. Once again, my Instagram handle is Oliswager. You can also find me on Twitter at I am underscore Oliswager. I am underscore Oliswager. Follow me and I promise to follow back. And let's talk about this more. Thank you once again. I hope you have a pleasant time ahead. God bless.